You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. B. Wells, how you doing? I'm hanging in there, all things considered, for an unprecedented third week in a row. Knowledge defeated me. We are the fourth laptop. The fourth laptop worked. We were all set. We're all plugged in, have the Quadcast software with our high-def microphones. And literally, you can't make this shit up. My Wi-Fi just died 10 minutes ago. I've lived in this apartment for five months. I've had not one second of Wi-Fi issues, and it is now dead. But that's just the way the cookie crumbles, man. And um, that's the way the NFC East crumbles. Week after week, it's just loss after loss. And last week was no different with the Washington football team and Dallas Cowboys losing. Do you want to start with uh, your boys getting swept by the G-Men? Just because, you know, we didn't get to discuss much after your technical difficulties. However, I will talk about the Redskins versus Giants. You know, it was obviously we took the L on this one. But I do see some positives coming from this game, as we all do when we lose every week in the NFC East. Now, Alex Smith is our new quarterback, officially. Officially. Yes, he is. Yeah, I'm very sorry. Um, Kyle Allen had a very similar injury to Dak Prescott. That sucks. You hate to see it. You know, get well soon, Kyle. But now the uh, comeback player of the I year think is under center for you. How you think uh, that's so going to work far, out? Other than the three picks he had, he's, he, he literally threw for 300-plus yards. And he looked like he had a great rapport with his receivers that he barely got to participate with uh, throughout training camp. I just thought Alex looked really good. He looked like a veteran quarterback, you know. I think Alfred Morris, of all people, stepped up from the G-men and had a great game running the ball. You know, Terry McLaurin, didn't know if you knew this, but he was ranked number one in the league yards after catch. Did you know that, B? Curious. Did you see that? Yes, I did know that. I actually did see that. Um, And I also want to shout out your boy Cam Sims, who I believe was over 100 yards as well. So he had had a couple decent uh, uh, receivers step up. I'm glad you said that, Cam Sims, out of Alabama, drafted last year. I'm sorry, undrafted out of Bama last year. First 100-yard day. Always believed in Cam. Great guy, 6'6", really lean, can jump and get it. Possession guy, not crazy speed, but I'm just happy for Cam Sims for – you know, really moving forward and finally, you know, solidifying a spot on this team. For sure. No, I think Alex um, definitely moved the ball well. You guys got a groove going in the second half. But three yeah. interceptions, man, that's that's ugly. That's a, that's Dwayne Haskins-style play right there. But you there. saw the so, picks, I mean, we can't, You saw Just because we like Alex. Happen, I hope. 
I did see um, that J.D. McKissick fell down on one of them, so that definitely wasn't Alex's fault. And I wanted to take a minute to shout out right? J.D. McKissick. Yeah. I saw that J- – dude, th- he ran a league-high 31 passing routes and had a whopping 14 targets. Nine of them he brought in for catches. So nine catches yeah. out of the backfield on 14 targets. J.D. McKissick's doing his thing. Um, so it's good. Him and uh, Antonio Gibson make a nice little one-two punch. Although Antonio Gibson did yes. fumble, as well as your punt returner also fumble on special teams. So he ate five turnovers. That's why you lost the game. A little bit on the Giants. Um, no doubt my hero of the week in game ball has to go to Logan Ryan, uh, defensive back for the Giants. Not sure if you saw the backstory on that. Um, he had the game ceiling interception for you guys. Um, his wife had to go into emergency surgery this past week. Um, that saved her life. But in the process of the surgery, they lost their unborn child. So Logan Ryan told his wife, baby, I'm going to bring you home the game ball for you and our little girl. And he did. He literally took that ball home, man. So I thought that was a really cool moment for Logan Ryan and his wife. Um, it did come at, you know, your peril. But shout out to Logan Ryan and, and well, the wow. Giants well, defense as a whole. Thank you Played for mentioning Logan again. Ryan because everything I have to say after that story will mean nothing. I was about to get into Cameron Curl leading the team in tackles. But why should I ever say that after such a great story about my dude, Logan Ryan? Thanks so much for bringing that up. But, yeah, no, proud of Logan, and his, I'm glad that his wife is, is doing okay. But, you know, yeah. For sure. But, no, I wanted to share that story. It was a nice little sentimental touch we could, uh, we could uh, have on the podcast. But man, the Giants' defense—they're tough, dude. They're—they're they're big time. Um, and and uh, those were a lot of turnovers though that did not need so. to happen, man. I'm sorry, but it's not anything that I was forced you. upon by the G-men. Alex Smith was taking risks at the end of the game, threw a pick on the driving, uh, driving down the field. Another pick, which was big because it was 20 to 23 in the fourth quarter, with about a few minutes left. We're at the 30, we're at the Giants 30 yard line, right? Easily we could tie the game up 23-23. And he decides to take a risk and it's picked off. And you know, I I, I think Alex was really excited about getting back in and, and possibly coming back from behind and winning and, and winning the city and all that. And that's what's so exciting about Alex Smith. You know, I, I'm gonna go on the limb, dude. I think we are in the best okay. situation we have ever been in this entire year with Alex Smith. Like right now at yes. two and six, you guys think I, you're sitting in the 100%. best position you've been in all year. hundred percent. Interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. Um, I mean, I would say you guys are certainly better positioned than when you were starting Haskins. I'm assuming Dwayne Haskins is going to be, is going to be active now yes. as the backup yes. quarterback. Um. But, yeah, I mean, shout, shout out to Alex. I know that's your boy. Not really sure if I agree uh, that you guys are in a, a good position, but he's definitely a guy I root for. Um, and a guy I don't root for, but I have to be nice to, um, is Daniel Jones. Uh, played his first clean game of the season. No turnovers for Daniel Jones. So I don't think it's any secret that when Daniel Jones yeah. doesn't turn the ball over, mm-hmm. the Giants have a much better chance We could have easily of won both of those games. That's what makes me so angry, though, B. And you know that, like that, it's just right. But you, you did, but you didn't. No, you didn't. And you, and and, and you were swept okay. by the New York football. What about your Dallas Cowboys? But it's all Do good. You want to talk about that game? What about my Dallas Cowboys? <laughs> Leave them alone, bro. Listen, 
We gave the only undefeated team in the league all they could handle for 60 minutes, bro. We were up 13 and nothing on the Pittsburgh Steelers with Garrett effing Gilbert good, at quarterback. Good, Come on. Better than your boy B.A.D. He moved. Uh, for sure. Oh, way better than B.A.D. Danucci, 100%. And, dude, the rumor is that now Cowboys are in a bye week that it's a legit competition between Garrett Gilbert and Andy Dalton. And I like it. The kid um, earned a chance to try so to, to keep out? that starting job. Oh, cool. Andy Dalton's still Co- – okay, Coop is gotcha. going back to the okay. practice okay. squad. Okay. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah. unfortunately, your boy Coop is not going to get um, his chance to shine. Uh, but Garrett did shine in his moment, man. Um, I, I want a big props to him. That was a that was a big stage, a national TV game against the likes of Bud Dupree, TJ Watt. And I know I shouted him out last week. I said Minka Fitzpatrick he would did. get an interception. In the red zone. He Biggest sure did. Game. Not yep. only did he, yes. But on that play, if you want to go back and watch, man, Joe Hayden interfered on Amari oh, Cooper so Cowboys bad. It was a blown. But go ahead. It's it should have been a referee statement <laughs> telling the fans. Pass interference <laughs> on Joe Hayden because it was blatant and it cost us the yeah, game. Okay, all right, all right, go ahead. But but but, but like it plays like that don't frustrate me anymore. Like if we were four and four, like we usually would be at this point, um, and like that would have been a huge loss for us. Oh, I'd be furious. But whatever. I'm. I like these competitive losses at this point in the season. I want the L's. Um, but I love that we played Philly and Pittsburgh competitively. Pittsburgh had to score with like two minutes left in that game when Big Ben hit Ebron. Um, Big Ben had a pretty good game. He had three touchdown passes. But shout out to my Cowboys defense again. Mike Nolan, the hot sauce king, he's got him playing pretty well, man. Uh, they held James Conner to like 20 yards rushing. I think Pittsburgh had only 40 yards mm-hmm. rushing as a team. And remember, man, just about a month ago, the Browns ran for over 300 yards on us. So a big improvement on the defense. Smoke Dog Randy Gregory continues to impress me in his reinstatement. Is Randy 94? Uh, my favorite. He had a Correct. fucking fantastic Correct. swim move to bring. He didn't get the sack, but he pressured Ben on a, a, third and, a third and long, and it was impressive. Randy looked good. I agree. Yeah. Hey, you were once a uh, Pinellas County all-star mm-hmm. pass rusher yourself, so I know that you can uh, call out Great a nice swim move. move when you see one. So respect to Randy. And I want to um, highlight Neville Gallimore. You probably don't know who that is. He is the Cowboys' rookie third-round defensive tackle out of Oklahoma. Uh, we cut Don Terry Poe's fat ass, thank God. So Neville is actually getting playing time now. And I don't know if you saw it, Neville Gallimore along with Demarcus Lawrence, they banged Ben Roethlisberger and actually hurt him. Big Ben came up limping, and he even left the game. So I thought that the football gods were going to gift me Mason Rudolph versus Derek Gilbert, and I think the Cowboys would have won the game. But we all know Ben is a tough SOB. So um, he went back to the locker room. Not sure if they shot him up with something, but he came back. Um, Like I said, he ended up having 300 yards passing, three touchdowns. And the Steelers are, you know, one of the best. I still don't think, even though they're undefeated, Pittsburgh's the best team in football. I, I still think Kansas City's a better team. team. I just, you think they're the best? I, I, mean, I think they, they, have, have, they had a bad game. They don't have a lot. Down. They had a bad game. They did have a bad game. But, man, that's, that's a bad team. Um, and speaking of bad, let me shit on Ezekiel Elliott because that's becoming a weekly thing for me. Ezekiel Elliott, 2.8 yards a carry, okay, has 18 touches. Wow. Tony yeah. Pollard. Tony Pollard over six yards to carry again, George. And he has nine touches. 
Like, dude, I don't care anymore about Ezekiel Elliott's contract. The, the only thing about the contract that I care about is that Speaking it's so goddamn Zeke. big Speaking that we can't of Zeke, real quick, I had one question for you. After Zeke missed the first sure. round, up 16 to 9 in the fourth quarter, do you go for fourth and inches okay. on that on that to solidify a you know it's it's ancient, yes. bro? You know, and it's easy to say yes. Yes. But it's it's very easy to say, especially when you're two and yeah. six, Why not now two Why and seven after that loss. Big, I just feel like that was a pivotal moment in the game to give your team confidence. I don't know. Yes. But if Tony Pollard would have gotten the carry, George, we wouldn't have had to even <laughs> contemplate fourth down. Because Tony Pollard gets first downs. Best running back on the team, TP. Playmaker TP. Follow him on Instagram. Number 20, bro. I love that kid. Every time he touches the football, it's six, Memphis, seven, right? eight yards. Yeah. He is. Yep. Played with Antonio Gibson for a year. So shout out to our, our, our Memphis running backs who are also receivers. Um, no really other notes on the Cowboys. Um, it was nice to see uh, Amari Cooper and C.D. Lamb um, actually look serviceable because we had a quarterback who was pushing the ball downfield. C.D. Lamb had a nice touchdown on a little out-and-up route where he ended up getting matched up with T.J. Watt. You can just tell T.J. Watt was like, oh, shit. Like, you know, as soon as he saw that he was matched up with C.D., um, that was an easy touchdown. But I knew that Pittsburgh was going to come back in the end. Like, even as we were up, Delhi texted me, shout out to Delhi. He's like, dude, I knew this was going to happen, that we were going to – uh, you know, play you guys tough. And I was like, don't worry about it, Bubba. You guys will come back and win. And they did. Uh, but guess what? The Cowboys can't hurt me this week. We are on a <laughs> bye week. So I guarantee you the Cowboys will not lose, and I will have a good nice. Sunday. Um, speaking of bye weeks, obviously Philadelphia was off last week, so we don't have to break down any Can I break down the boys and Steelers? So now I didn't get to break down it at all. I had some stuff oh. on them. Oh, do I – Oh, my gosh. Please share your wealth of knowledge with <laughs> well, the Well, I did notice it actually <laughs> brought me back to the old days. Do you remember when the Frank Wycheck toss across the field special teams throw? That was called back. But do you remember that play was exciting. Do you remember that play? Dude, of course. Oh. Frank Wycheck, it was actually Kevin Dyson. Uh, Kevin Dyson is the one who yeah. uh, scored the touchdown, um, getting the tennis, Tennessee Titans defeated the Buffalo Correct. Bills. That was and that was Frank Wycheck. Back in the – on that lot on that punt return from the Cowboys. That was exciting. Yeah. Yes. No, that was cool. I like yeah. that they pulled that out. Shout out to our special teams coach Linehan for um for getting cute. Because you got to do stuff like that when when the season Thought that was very is ours. cool. I did think that Ant, uh, Anthony Brown along with Xavier Woods both got burnt uh, a couple times in the second half. Double move by Washington. Anthony Brown basically got caught. I don't know if you remember that in the court of the red zone B. That was the Correct. first touchdown of the game. Yeah, yeah. That was the first touchdown, yeah. first touchdown for Pittsburgh. That's, that's what cut our lead uh, from 13. Yeah, also, Seth Schuster kind of worked Xavier Woods a little bit in the second half. I don't know if you noticed that as well. Oh, there's something I actually want to talk about, about, about Juju Smith-Schuster. I don't know if you saw Juju Smith-Schuster. He wanted to go dance in the end zone. Oh, I didn't hear yeah, that. He wanted to dance on the star. Like, yeah, I didn't see that. Yeah. yeah he, he, was, he was going to pull – in pregame warm-ups, he was dancing in the star. So when he scored the touchdown, he picked that ball up and started running. And, dude, they just made him a captain. I don't think that it's any coincidence why. Antoine Woods, undrafted defensive tackle out of USC. A big – dude, this guy's only six foot 300 pounds. Like, he is short and stout. 
and his tubby little ass nice. ran I down that, the field, and that. and just yeah. do I love it, bro? And just and just he didn't didn't even come within ten yards of Juju, but just ran alongside him the whole time, just just eyeballing him, just giving like, dude, do not do that, bro. You will get like shoved that. hard. And I, and respect to Antoine Woods, bro. We say protect the star in Dallas. I don't care if we're seven and two or two and seven. Antoine Woods, you deserve to have that C on your chest after I that. I respect that. Week. I do respect that. So, do, do you know number thirty-four for sure. out of South Carolina, your kick returner? I I met him <laughs> this past Sunday. I don't. I, I, when when <laughs> I was I was introduced to him, I had no he idea who quick. that was, and I can't even pronounce return, his I was name. just like, wow, he like you know, it, it looked good. So you had no he idea did. who that is. It was a, it was. No idea. Nope. <laughs> Nope, had no idea. Had no Anyways, idea I was even on the roster. looked good. I will say the one thing that was the most alarming thing that I've noticed all year with the Cowboys, their defensive backs look like they need an NFL play 60 tackling practice, bro. It is that bad. <laughs> Everywhere I see Eric Ebron <laughs> leaping over DBs. They're just – they look tiny and yes. weak, bro. And I'm – it's it's very noticeable, and I know that you know you haven't missed it, and your your other Cowboys fans out there haven't missed it. But it's something that needs to be changed. They need a thud, strong safety. They need somebody with a little bit of attitude in the back end, and it's been a need for the Cowboys. For oh, a maybe while. like uh, like there, I wish there was like an all pro safety just sitting out there, like an <laughs> Earl Thomas that we could sign. Oh wait, that's weird. There is. Dude, yeah, that's still – I don't yeah. understand the blackballing of the it league is of strange. Earl Thomas. It is strange. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't yeah. know what that yeah. dude did. I heard he's not the best locker room guy, but come on. He's a multiple-time yeah. pro bowler. But it doesn't matter. if we, I'm glad we didn't, we didn't sign Earl Thomas in retrospect. Um, uh, speaking of defensive backs for the Cowboys, unfortunately, one of our DBs who actually was starting to come on, uh, you know, I highlighted him for picking off Carson yeah. Wentz twice, yeah, Trayvon exactly. Diggs. Yeah. Uh, broke his foot in that game, and uh, yeah, they, they're saying four to six weeks, but most likely with the way the season's going, um, his rookie season is done. But he was definitely coming on strong, so I look forward to see his progression um, in his sophomore season next year. Yeah. You got anything else on uh, Pittsburgh? Uh, just that Tony Pollard continued to look good, and Van Der Esch looked strong. You know, running sideline to sideline, but uh, overall, I think the Steelers they they didn't look as good as they usually do, and I don't know if that was the effect of you know the Cowboys. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys is defensive line and they're getting more pressure or what that was exactly. But it did look like the Steelers had issues with the Cowboys and credit to the Cowboys for that. Um, but the next game we have to cover is, is what do you got on me? Okay. That's it for, that's it for, uh, for, for last week. Um, but looking forward to week 10, uh, we're going to start in okay. Washington. Uh, you guys play the Detroit lions who are a hard team to put my thumb on. I don't – sometimes I think Detroit actually looks pretty good. But, I'm, I mean, I think they've won, they've won three games, which is one more than, obviously, the Cowboys and, and Redskins. But they're not a great team. I believe Kenny Galladay, their global uh, level wide yep. receiver, is going to yep. mi- – yeah, he's going to miss this game, which is huge for you guys. Um, I like their rookie running back out of Georgia, DeAndre Swift. Um, and they have a tight end they call Baby Gronk, TJ Hawkinson out of Iowa. So they got a couple weapons. Obviously, Matt Stafford loves to sling the rock. So your defense will have uh, their hands full. Um, but their offensive line is weak. I, I like uh, your pass rush in that game. Yeah. I like your pass no, rush we, in every we game. Every you guys game. Even, yeah. even had yeah. – yeah, you guys had yeah. five sacks against uh, the Giants last week. Uh, but I 
think you guys are going okay. to lose to Detroit. I just I, – Alex Smith came on strong in the second half, but I just don't see it. And I don't have a lot of conviction in saying that. I know Detroit is like a four-point favorite. Luds will probably talk about that later. I think that's a little high. But I see a competitive ball game. Uh, I like J.D. McKissick again on the backfield. I know Detroit gives up the most yards um, to opposing yep. running backs. Mm-hmm. So I think uh, McKissick and Antonio Gibson can certainly have a strong running game. Uh, but I see a competitive very similar to last week, a 23-20, to 24-21 type of game. Um, how do you think Washington football stacks up against you know Detroit? What? I might sound overconfident to be here, but with – you usually do. Stafford only throwing a touchdown and two picks with 211 yards against Minnesota. They're giving up 4.7 yards against Minnesota. Obviously, Dalvin Cook, a very great running back. Kenny Galladay, out. Huge impact on that offensive end. Washington, I hate to say it again, B. Fewest passing yards in the NFL still. Just saying, buddy. Every week, I'll say it, too. Every week. Also, also, who leads the league in interceptions? <laughs> Washington football team, dude. We're killing it. Okay. It's, <laughs> Anyways. Okay. Good. As just, you just said before, sure. DeAndre Swift, potentially a good back. Totally agree with that. Um, has looked good. You know, again, Alex Smith, 10.2 yards per attempt last week. He is throwing the ball down the field, which is exciting. He was. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, he was. He was. No, you know, say he was moving the ball downfield much more than Kyle Allen was a little more meticulous with the offense. Um, you know, with with uh, mm-hmm. shorter passes and more of a game manager. I didn't expect Alice to come in and start slinging the rock like that. But you guys were down by a couple scores in the second half, so it was catch up mode. But yeah, I think Alex ha- has a chance to uh, play well against Detroit's weak secondary, especially um the matchup I'm looking at this week. Desmond Trufant for Detroit, dude, gets beat like he okay. stole something yeah, week yeah. after week. So I see, dude, Scary Terry's going to have himself. A and that's game. and that's honestly when I when I started looking at this game, I've never felt so confident in going into a week than playing against the Lions. I just don't think they've seen anybody like us as far as our defensive line and the pressure that we can provide against such a weak offensive line we also you know we're not the best in the rushing defense but they're not the best rushing offense so i think the redskins kind of win this handedly and i and, and i do oh, i handedly think they win this game 10 to 21 redskins in this game you're going to hold Detroit yes, to 10 dude. points? I just I two, – 211 yards with two picks and a touchdown. And I know he wants to have a comeback victory. Without Kenny Galladay and that type of pass rush, I just don't see it happening, dude. I want to give Stafford a little bit of a break. I don't know if you saw he was on the COVID Bro, list last week, so he didn't the- even – COVID list. Dude, dude, he didn't take geez. a he didn't take a practice he didn't take a practice right, nap the entire week. No, no, no. The first time he was around his teammates dude, was Matthew Sunday morning. Stafford is Jake Cutler S, dude. We all know they're just getting stoned anyways. Play you are COD, so dude, disrespectful, chilling, dude. That's what they do, those guys. That is disrespectful so, to Matthew you know, Stafford. I hope dude. out there right now. 80% of them agree with me that Jay Cutler is Matthew Stafford. 
I disagree, man. Um, and I, I and I really hope that Matthew Stafford. I hope I hope Kenny Galladay plays. I hope Matthew Stafford throws for four hundred yards. I've never been such a Detroit Lions fan. Casey Badoon, Matt Schaefer, call me. Let's watch the game. Detroit football. Lions thirty four to seven. No, 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 no. I got I got the Lions. Um, twenty four okay. to twenty one. And you, but no, it's a, you think that Washington's going to win handily, I and I think that's cute. I, I think that's cute, but I respect um, your hubris because um, if the Cowboys still had Dak Prescott, I'd still be picking them to win every week despite <laughs> all the losses. So, yeah, it's all good. Actually, can I can I hop back into the Cowboys real quick, even though even though they have a bye week? Because there's something that I wanted to discuss last week, actually, but I didn't get a chance to because I was so angry at technology, with yeah. I, which I still am. Um, but Colin Coward brought up a point that I think is worth talking about. Right now, the Cowboys are lined up with the number two draft uh-huh. pick, okay? And I don't see a lot of Ws coming for the Dallas Cowboys. So if you're sitting there, and they've, they've come out and said already, uh, Stephen Jones, Dak Prescott will be our quarterback next year, and Mike McCarthy will be our head coach, okay? One of those two things I like, one of them I don't. You could probably guess. But they already came out and said that. So, and I believe Stephen. But if I saw Mel Kiper Jr. this week talking about Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields, the Ohio State quarterback, he said it is way more one A and one B than people realize. Like Justin Fields is I that, that good. I did see that. Yeah. So if if you're the Cowboys and you're sitting there with the second pick in the draft, and you have a phenom quarterback who you know again. You're, now you don't have to pay him again for another five years. You get another rookie contract. And I'm even going to throw out an even cuter statement. Ryan Day, the Ohio State head coach, has been rumored to um, come to the NFL for years. He has coached under Bill Belichick. He's coached under Nick Saban. Ryan Day, what, whether, whether my cute theory of him coming to the Cowboys um, what, what comes to fruition or not, he will be in the NFL in the next few years. But if I'm Jerry, man, and you want to get really cute, you draft Justin Fields, and you hire Ryan Day as your head coach. And you just bring Ohio State into the NFC East. But I don't think that's going to happen. But I think as the Cowboys inch closer to the draft, we almost have to start dropping hints. Jerry made a very subtle hint about the quarterbacks in the draft this week. So I think we have to almost put it out there that we would think about drafting a quarterback and then trade that number two pick to a team like even Washington or Jacksonville or a team, and you get a King's ransom for him. You know what I'm saying? You pick up a, another first-round pick, maybe a second and a third, um, and then trade back at an offensive lineman. Um, but the right thing to do is, to, I, I believe, to franchise Dak Prescott, um, give him that tag again, let him see how the ankle responds. But I just think it, I, it was something that, uh, that, that caught my ear when I heard Colin talk about it, so I wanted to bring it on NFC East. Yeah, no, I agree. There's a lot of quarterbacks in this draft, and I saw that Mel Kuyper did say a 1A, 1B scenario with Justin Fields. I also think that Zach Wilson out of BYU is a promising quarterback that Ooh. I've been looking at throughout the entire college season, and I really think the Redskins, Washington football team, should absolutely look into drafting. Um, go ahead. CT is a is a, CT is a big fan of Wilson. Oh, is he really? Wilson. He actually sent me yeah. yeah, he actually sent me something on him this week. Whenever CT hops in my DMs with uh, some uh, college scouting notes, I know that um, it's someone worth worth noting. And uh, this week it was uh, the quarterback from BYU. 
Also, you got Trey Lance from North Dakota State out there. So it's a, it's a quarterback-rich draft. Um, the Cowboys might be taking one, and I would say the Redskins are definitely yeah. taking one. So I know that, that you, you and I both are going to be very, very intrigued as this uh, draft. And there will closer. be an exciting and, uh, we'll, podcast, I'm assuming, we do an NFL draft podcast. Don't you think? With, a, with multiple different yes. guests. I would love that. Absolutely, uh, Christopher Hamilton is 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 absolutely going to be going to be a part of it. I'd love to have um, Jay Luds, um, Logan. Anyone, I would love to have Logan, Warren, Logan. Joe Bob. If yeah. he gets out of that freaking tunnel he was in last week, everyone. Um, I also any. Yeah, no, 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 dude. Word is word is Joe Bob isn't doing <laughs> well. Okay. Yes. I'll love. I'll love. So, Joey. Uh, I, love so you. I love you, Joe. We yeah. send our prayers to Joe Bob, but I have a feeling that. Uh, Sleepy Joe Biden has him up his sleeve, so <laughs> so we're we're frightened for Joe. Okay, uh, so you want to get into um, possibly shooting with Luds? Okay. Before we shoot with Luds, I want to uh, break down the Giants and Eagles game. Okay, okay, because yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. I know he'll do he'll do a little he'll he'll do a little breakdown of that himself. But I think that's we right. should get I into totally it first about that game. And, um, that's a big division game. That's I know a very it, big division game. It's a, it's yeah, a big yeah, game, yeah. man. I saw um, a, a, another herdism today. Uh, Colin said that the Giants are the best team in the NFC East, and they're about to go on a run and win the division. I was like, "Huh?" Like, and I'm I'm actually go, I'm going to pick the Giants to upset the Eagles this week. Too, I don't know. Man. I don't know if that if yeah. that means that they're going to go on a run to win the division. But I think that Daniel Jones playing a clean game last week gives him some confidence. As you said, bro, your boy, actually our boy, he played for Alfred, both Washington man. and Dallas. Alfred Morris just makes his way around the division. So how long before he's an Eagles running back? Uh, but, but Alfred Morris had nine carries for 67 yards last week, I believe. Wayne Gallman added another 45 yards rushing. So the Giants have found a little bit of a running game. Still believe their offensive line is incredibly weak. But um, I, they, they had a kid, too, who caught a couple passes against you guys, yeah. Austin Mack. I think he's a white boy wide receiver. So shout out to Austin Mack, another weapon to go along with uh, Sterling Shepard, Golden Tate, Darius Slayton, and Evan Ingram. So Daniel's got some weapons. I love the Giants' defensive back. Shout out again to Logan Ryan, um, Jabril Peppers, Bradbury. James Bradbury. Yeah, yeah we love the, the linebacking core with Fackerel and um, Leonard Williams and Dexter Lawrence up front. I mean, they're kind of a complete yeah. team. I think um, they, they might be – uh, a complete mediocre team, but there's not a lot of weaknesses other than the offensive line. But the Eagles are coming off of a bye, and help is on the way. Uh, Miles Sanders is going to play in this game. I believe Dallas Goddard, their tight end, will be active in this game. I know Alshon Jeffrey is practicing all week, so I'm assuming he's going to go. So the pieces for Carson Wentz are starting to get there, and he's been doing a lot with a little. Um, so Carson, you just can't turn the ball over, man. Th- this game might just come down to Carson Wentz and Daniel Jones not walking it to the other team. Yeah. I know Malik, Malik Jackson is also back for Philly on their defensive line, so I expect him to be disruptive along with Brandon Graham and Fletcher yeah. Cox exposing, exposing that horrible interior of the offensive line of the Giants. But I think this is going to be a good game. And I really do think no disrespect to uh, your football team, who is apparently going to handily win this week and maybe shut me up. But I think that this game, New, uh, New York versus Philly, 
really is going to give us a window into who the best team in the division is going into the latter part of the season. You know, I, I always felt like the NFL is two seasons, pre-Thanksgiving and post-Thanksgiving. And like after Thanksgiving, that's when shit gets real. And I think this is kind of the ramp up to that. So if the Giants could come off a of sweeping you guys and then beat Philadelphia, who they should have beat Philadelphia. Remember when we did our football campaign in the Thursday mm-hmm. night game? They should have beat Philadelphia in that game. So the Giants know that they can play with these guys, and I think they're going to prove it. I got the Giants. Uh, I'm going to go 26 to 24. Very tight game. How do you see this you one know, going? I don't have too many notes on this game, but I do remember the last time they played the 11-point lead with 6 minutes, 17 seconds remaining against Philly. And we both I said – there's no way they end up winning oh, this game. It's oh, it's over, over, dude. Let's end the pod. Not a great pod either. Thanks for listening still. But appreciate <laughs> it. Love you guys. But Carson Wentz came back and did his thing. And, you know, it's two and seven versus three, four, and one. It's still an ugly game. I still think their defensive kind of match in a way. Philly's pass deep. Oh, I'm sorry. Philly's defensive rush against the pass very strong. Giants defensive um, uh, rushing defense is solid as well. So I think overall this game is pretty evenly matched. I do see the Giants winning this game. I guess as an upset. What's the spread of this game, B? Do you know by chance? Mm, I bet we'll find out soon. We, we will. We lots. will. But. Uh, but I want to say I want to say it's it's like Philly minus two and a half or three. It's it's like with it's within it's within a field goal. It's a gotcha. tight one. I like as, as it yeah, should I be. like the Giants winning outright. I think Sterling Shepard. I think Evan Ingram is actually starting to come a little bit into his own. I never really know it's what I'm going to get out of him. He did look against. He looked good against Washington. Won me in some fantasy points. That's all I can count on. This year, he uh, had a hell type of a touchdown of catch against so, yeah. you guys. Um, but yeah, no, I see the Giants winning this game 22 27 Giants. I've seen the one by pretty handily, I guess. We're on the Giants this week, me and you on yeah, the G Men. So shout out, shout out to Joe Bob being held captive. If this ever gets to you, buddy, <laughs> we love you. We're praying for you. Just hang, hang in, there. in there. But I guess now, are we ready? Now, it's time to shoot with Luds. I've been waiting for this all like show. It. I've been waiting for this like all show. It. He did go 0 for 2 last week, B. He was 0-2, but he's still 500. He's hanging in there, man. This is a tough betting year, and our boy's been above 500 the whole year. So he's at risk now of going under the Mendoza line. So let's hope that, that, uh, that Luds can come through this week. He's got two picks for us. Luds, let's all hear right. it, brother. Let's hear what you got to say, Luds. Let's hear it. (laughs) Say it, Jeff. Say it with your chest. There you go. Welcome to week 10 of my NFL Pick'ems, NFC East Feast. Unfortunately, I did go 0-2 last week, so I do sit at 12-12. But your boy's batting 500. That would get you in the Hall of Fame for sure. Uh, First game I want to talk about is the Washington football team at Detroit. Um, The Detroit Lions are favored four and a half. So the Lions only have three wins this year, and one of the three wins was more than a field goal. So, you know, all their games have been close. Uh, The one game that they did win more than a field goal was against Jacksonville, so that should tell you something right there. 
Um, I think the Washington hmm. football team is a lot more talented than the Lions. Uh-huh. Um, Galladay, the Lions' number one receiver, I don't play this game. I know he's kind of banged up. Yes, sir. Uh, the Lions also really struggle against the run. So I feel like the Washington football team's game plan going into it should be to establish the running game, control the clock. I know George says that a lot, um, week in and week out. We like to have the Washington football team control the clock. Yep, absolutely. And, you know, keep their defense off the field. Their D line's still strong. Um, I'm finding it hard to understand why Detroit's favored almost five points in this game. Agree, agree. I am going with the Washington football team uh, plus four and a half. Wow. I got them winning 23-21. Yes, sir. Hail. Philadelphia Eagles at the New York Giants. Philly is favored minus three and a half. So Philly's coming off their bye week. Um, everybody knows they're starting to get healthy. They do lead in the East. Um, they've had a lot of time to heal up. Alshon Jeffries practicing in full. Myers, Miles Sanders has returned to practice. Malik Jackson on their D-line should play this week. Mm. Um, and the thing about the Giants is they, they've kept most of their games close. They've, you know... Lost uh, out of the last five games, they've been decided by three points or fewer. So mm. they're not getting blown out. And for what it's worth, head coach Doug Peterson for the Eagles is just one in three coming off a of bye week. Um, so mm, good yeah, stat. Give me the G man. I'm taking the G man. All right, G man. the Eagles twenty seven, New York Giants twenty four. Um, good luck this week, fellas, and um, I'll be rooting for. Washington to squeeze out a win. I mean, it's kind of fun to see the, the NFC East just battling it out for this first place. So, uh, <laughs> I don't know if fun's the word I'd use. My man. There he is. Love it, man. Love that guy. The fact that he Lud's always coming through always, for us, man. Always. I love having him a part of the show. And I, you know what? I, although I'm going to be rooting against you guys this week, I will be happy if you win, not just for you, but for Luds to pick up a W. Because before we go, man, I want to embarrass you a little bit, all right? So just despite <laughs> my Wi-Fi unbelievably going, I cannot believe. Like, as we're beginning to record, my Wi-Fi shuts off. But despite the Wi-Fi going out, we were going to be able to record the podcast this yes. week because I have a brand-new laptop. <laughs> I came home from work on Tuesday, and there was a package at my front door. Now, I've been pretty good this year, so I thought that maybe Santa <laughs> left me some goodies. But he didn't, bro. It was my partner. It was you, George. You gifted me a new laptop, and I just wanted in front of everybody to shout oh, you out. Nice as, a, you. as a podcast partner, I grade you like a C. <laughs> oh, for but sure. I am not a great podcast as a, yeah. partner. No. As, as a friend, you are an A-plus, bro. That was so sweet of you, buddy. I love you so much. I can't wait to see you in person. I'm going to come down to SoFlo. We got a little special surprise coming for you guys. But we will just tease you on that. But thank you so much, man. I will figure out the Wi-Fi situation. And I am confident in saying that next week we will be back to recording on the laptops. And I will defeat technology. And this is but the that's NFC. NFC.